0: Seriously, <laughs> 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 Caitlin is so singing <laughs> <today>. <laughs> Well, Jake said it's what's for dinner, and that's that's all I can think of when I hear that.
1: It's funny, you know, because because this one is the one that doesn't have a signature
2: song.
3: What? Oh, this movie that we're trying to talk talk about was yeah. did you intro it? Mm-hmm. What do you mean doesn't have a signature song?
2: I'll get to that. Wait, where do you get? It's What's for Dinner, and you get to the, Isn't that, 18, the song? Isn't
0: that the song that plays in the Beef It's What's for Dinner commercial? No, no,
1: it's something yeah, it's else. That's
2: another... That's like a Copeland thing. God damn it. You're doing Tchaikovsky, and it's Copeland! Son of it's bitch. a bitch. It's a... That's the one,
1: yeah.
0: No way. Yeah? Am I living in some Mandela Effect shit right now? No, you just You're have
1: wrong. a shit memory. Hello and welcome to A Star to Steer Her by 10 forward number 32.
3: Whoa.
1: Back to the Future Part 2.
3: Also wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's the sequel that was never expected when we pick up from the end of Back to the Future 1 with totally not different Jennifer and it's
3: time shenanigans. The, the time stream changed, and yeah, you got a different girlfriend. Well, also, like, she does so little in this movie, who
1: cares
0: who plays her. Right, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, that we'll get to that. Huzzah! So yeah, they, they go to the future, because something's gotta be done about your kids! Terrible impression. Um, <laughs> Richard,
2: Richard Nixon is yeah. Doc Brown. <laughs> Marty!
1: Marty! <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was pretty good. Watch. <laughs> mm. Same, actually. Uh, what the fuck is that? Oh, okay, yes,
1: so they go to 2015. Yeah, it's, I
0: remember
3: this. It's a
1: pastel 80s, 90s pastiche 2015. And it turns out Marty Jr. is a fucking pushover who is going to get talked into criming with Griff Tannen.
0: Listen, they said be gay, do crimes.
1: Yeah, but I think he's straight, so he fucked up. Oh, did you see that hat? <laughs> Wow. Touche.
3: What oh. was the crime gonna be? I don't know if they ever specified. They just said well, whenever you go back, you tell him no. He's like, what what were we gonna say yes to?
1: Yeah, I don't know if maybe the news... Anyway, we'll get to that. So anyway, uh Marty changes his pants and a jacket and
3: we haven't introduced ourselves.
1: Oh, fuck, right. Th- this is... Th- we do
3: this every time we do a 10-point. Yeah, we do, we do. And Chris it... just gets carried away, especially about Back to the Future. Well, maybe. no, see,
1: we did introduce ourselves, but then temporal shenanigans happened and got moved here. This is Chris.
3: We have to go back. Back to the introductions. This has been Ames. No, no, not has been. It's, it's back. <laughs> Actually, back <that> was good. Back <laughs> to the future. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this is Caitlin.
2: And this is not Crispin Glover. True. So yeah,
1: um Marty senior but not yet cuz he hasn't actually had the kid from his perspective tells Griff no, there's a chase, a woman is almost paralyzed by a stunt gone wrong. Oh
3: yeah, that was awful to watch. Um are you going scene by scene in this movie? No, no. Yeah, you uh, know, like usual, I like just, how we always I didn't
1: know? I didn't plan for this unfortunately. I forgot. I sometimes I tend to forget we summarize the movies in ten forward, so I wasn't ready. So, you know, Meanwhile, Jennifer, who had been knocked out by an alpha oh, wave... Still, what's it? still
0: in this scene. Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, ...has <laughs> been
1: brought to her family home, and she can't get out because she doesn't know how future doors work, and she gets a little view of her sad future life with, with uh, broken Marty. hand Marty and her kids and in-laws and stuff. Anyway. Oh, yeah. At one point, Marty went to buy a book to bet on future events that hadn't happened yet. And Doc's like, you can't do that. Only I get to decide when the future gets changed. Biff overhears
2: them, takes the book back.
3: I'm still confused why we're doing a play-by-play yeah, synopsis. Yeah,
2: we never do a synopsis of movies.
3: Oh, we don't? I thought no. we didn't. But then We, you we said, do a two-sentence one. No, oh, look,
1: it's Back to the Future Part 2. They do the future. They do alternate <laughs> 85. They go back to Part 1.
0: Bada-bang.
1: There
2: Biff, you go.
0: Biff is Donald Trump, and this movie sucks. If you, the ha- end. If
2: you haven't seen, if you, if you need a synopsis, then you shouldn't be listening to I it.
3: Can't, oh. I can't figure out why Caitlin seems to detest this movie so much. I hate it. I, I don't understand why. It's the funniest one. It's
2: definitely a lesser film than the first one. I'll say that much. It has the most jokes. I suppose it does. Yeah, but they're fucking lame. It's a different... I, the way I see it is, like, it's a different genre than the first one. Yeah, it's probably totally not
3: as good as the first one. And I just find the the third one so fucking charming. That, yeah, this might be not as good a movie, but I don't think it's detestable.
0: No. Oh, I hate it. I love... Why? I love three. Tell me why. I just... I don't know, dude. I think it's, like... It's... I find it, like, boring. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly can't tell you why. But every time I've watched this movie, which has been several times... Since I've known Chris, I just don't. I don't care for
3: it. See, that's interesting because this was my first full watch of this movie because I've only ever caught like I've watched the fucking skateboarding through the tunnel scene roughly eight million times mm-hmm. to, to the end where it goes to in it feeds directly into the next movie, which is fine. Yeah, I've never seen the first hour and a half of this movie before in in its entirety. Mm. So knowing Caitlin hated it, I was like, okay, man, this movie's going to suck. And I was just waiting for it to suck. Well, thanks, Ames. I appreciate you
0: holding me in such high regard. (laughs) Not anymore. Not anymore. Fair enough. But it's just nice to, it was nice to be considered, you know?
1: I, I was interested to see what you thought about their utilizing the genre to comment on the nature of sequels. Tell me more. So their whole thing was like when they were originally working on the script that would become Back Futures Two II and Three. Because originally they were writing one film, and it got way too long. <laughs> I think it was called Paradox at the time.
3: Sure, I didn't just come up when we talked about it. But it was A I
2: R of D O C S. Oh, that would have been great because <sighs> there's two doctors. There are. R's. There are.
0: I I think because. It was part two and part three that were going to be one movie, not.
1: Part yeah, three. sorry. Yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Part two
3: and. P- I yeah, see yeah. One I, was I only ever that written. Detail. Sorry, yes.
1: One was only ever written as one, and then the studio's like, "Hey, great, make a sequel." And they went, "Fucking what?"
2: So I don't understand how this would have been a one movie thing. Would they the first half, like, would they still have gone to the old west? Yeah,
1: they basically realized it's getting way too long, and we're like, yeah. "We're gonna we're gonna split this here," but. Anyway, so in the early versions, they're like, all right, we did the 50s, so what now? Uh, okay, what if we go to the 60s and George is like teaching creative writing somewhere and Marty runs into them again and maybe he endangers his own existence? We're just doing the same fucking movie. They're like, wait a minute, wait a minute.
3: Nothing wrong with doing the same movie. Well,
1: there's the, that was the thing. They were like, wait a we do that
3: all the time.
1: <laughs> Sequels are so often just the first movie, but more. They're like, <coughs> Ghostbusters. T- <coughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, except that one's also more, but worse. Mm-hmm. Lost train of thought. Oh, yeah. So. I find,
3: like. Ghostbusters 2. It's it's fine. fine.
1: But, so they were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We, we're a time travel movie. What if instead of the same movie but more, we literally go back to the first movie?
3: Oh, that's true. That is incredibly clever.
1: I thought you'd, be interested by that. Yeah, I part. was.
3: I I did. I was very impressed by that part. The going back and like running around as literally Marty is on stage singing a song, whilst this Marty is trying not to get caught by himself and also bullies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that that's very fun to watch. And honestly, like for all like the very early digital compositing, and I think they also used uh, like early motion control camera stuff.
2: That's right, they did
3: very. Like it holds up very well.
1: It does. There's a few moments like, "Ooh, yeah, that is
3: that is blue screen," but <laughs>
1: not as many as you'd expect.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say we have certainly seen more recent movies that do a lot worse jobs. Yeah. Yes, like better tech. You know oh, what yeah,
2: I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think yeah, I think this is the time when like the technology was so new that they just they had to not. Like, Um, I didn't get it
3: it Failed utterly I watched it happen
2: Um, (laughs) It's like
1: when a kitty Tries to catch a bug
2: Well you know They're hard to get They are (laughs) 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 Where was I? Oh yeah yeah So you know they, they, They wanted to make it Look really good Whereas now you know They're just like Oh just put it in the computer Make the computer do it It's so
1: funny That like you know This is this is in a way, it occurs to me, just now, Robert Zemeckis has always kind of been about, let's really push the edge. But at some point, he got interested in stuff, no one wanted. Hmm. Like, here, and Roger Rabbit, hmm. you know, he does spectacular work. I mean, Roger Rabbit still is...
3: Oh, yeah, you know, I wish more Wait, movies Wait, that's the same director? Oh, yeah. yeah. no, shit. Yeah. I had no idea.
1: Yep, and it's, you know, to this day, it is the... Greatest example of combined animation and live action. Oh my
0: god, no doubt. Oh uh, my god, can we do Roger
3: Rabbit? Have we already done Roger I don't know Rabbit? know there's yeah. a. Re- I
2: don't know if there's a reason.
3: uh yeah, there is. It's a great movie.
2: <laughs> but
3: oh, one one of the days that I'm too swamped with war- rehearsals and work, you guys go ahead. But, I'll watch the movie with you, but I don't. I don't care to do a ten forward on it.
1: Fair, but you know we think. So you know, Roger Rabbit, technologically astounding, and we just don't think about it because it's so. Fucking seamless, and he's really pushing the envelope in a lot of ways. And then he just got obsessed with mocap and. Like those what?
3: Like and what else?
1: Like what? Well, that was the, he basically just sunk his whole reputation into mocap CG movies. Uh
3: huh. Like
1: what? Uh, Mars Needs Moms, The Polar Express. He oh, was, was gonna terrible. do a remake of Yellow Submarine that got canceled because of how much everyone hated Mars. Hates Moms. Did he do that like, shitty Mom. Christmas Carol movie? He did.
0: Oh no. Yeah,
1: he got really obsessed with it, and like, it's all he did. Even though the movies kept doing like. Eh. Nah.
2: And well, they're all. I mean, I've only seen the Polar Express and it was bad.
1: People, it somehow has become like a big Christmas viewing, even though it's awful. Really? The char- yeah. It's, is
2: this like a kids these days like the Star Wars prequels type thing? I
1: think it's just more like enough networks just air it every year that people have like convinced themselves it's not terrible.
2: No, it is.
1: It is. It is.
2: And it like, it's not just like to a crappy retelling of a. Children's book mm-hmm. done with just terrible mocap
1: and dead-eyed, you know. But th- but this this was him pushing the envelope Dead. in a good way.
2: Yeah, you know, and like, yeah, I think the fact that they did come up with an original story for the sequel that wasn't just a rehash of the first movie kind of like takes it out of the realm of cash grab, which a lot of sequels are. Yeah, because it is; it's is genuinely
3: a cash grab. Do, no, no,
2: doing something new, like completely new. like Almost like I said earlier, like almost in a completely different genre than yeah. the first film.
1: Well, and it actually like, the first movie, the time travel was kind of just like the point to drive the plot. Yeah. Even Marty's life being in danger was really never that big of a threat. It was just so that he'd have to be there to play Cupid to his parents, which is the whole focus. It's like, what have you met your parents and had to make sure they banged? But here, like, the time travel is actually really intrinsic to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you wind up with this parallel universe. You wind up with, we've got to go back to the first film, but we can't keep the first film from happening.
3: Right. And Explain to me this. The one thing I very much don't understand, and there might even be a cut scene that explained this, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Old Biff takes the DeLorean... Back to 1955 to give himself a book.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: He brings the DeLorean back. Yes. How and why?
1: That is a plot hole that can only be explained away if you accept Back to the Future specific time travel rules. Which is that changes made take time.
2: Yeah, but here's the thing, and then this, I've always felt this. I, I even at one point I like wrote up uh, like a treatise. On this <laughs> what? About how. Where is it now? A treatise. It was like a live journal thing or so, something. I don't know. Oh, a well, live journal. So live the Journal's Russians have it now. I, I want to see Jake's it. live journal. No, no, you don't. It's, got my, it's got my terrible uh, it's... Star Wars Episode 3. Uh, Plot. I
0: bet it's the same screen name he still uses for shit. Just go look on LiveJournal.
1: <laughs> I'm going to point out <laughs> that I, could be. I'm pretty sure the current owners did delete all inactive blogs a couple no, of years ago. No,
3: I'm there. St- I'm still no, we're I'm there. Still Don't worry.
2: Anyway, yeah, because I've always felt, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong about this, but I've always felt that this film rewrites the time travel logic from the first film. Because in the first film, we have this idea that if you change, if you make a change in the past, it propagates to the future. Yeah, you check the photograph. You check the photograph and, you, and shit starts disappearing. In this one,
3: you have to carry around like so many newspapers.
2: Well, in, yeah, exactly. In this one, we have this branching and forking timelines thing, right? Which was not, like the forking timelines implies that, you know, there's like a multi a multiverse uh, of here. Yeah, I never thought well, of are that. You okay, over there, it's, it almost sounds all like these you're
0: forking saying... timelines. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. I love it. Yes, yeah, so I think.
1: Yeah, I never thought of that part, but I th- like it. Definitely kept the whole like gradual change aspect still, because like again, Biff doesn't just instantly. You know, he's a... old Biff that shouldn't exist is able to get back to. But
2: why his... would he?
3: Why would he go back there in the first? place? Yeah, but place? here's the thing.
2: But no, see, here's the other thing. There is already. A Marty in Biff World in 1985. He's at boarding school yeah. in Switzerland or whatever. Yep. There's mm. also a Doc Brown who's committed in an institution somewhere. Yep. So... Yes, There's also, like, five DeLoreans. So, like, they should not be there. Yeah, the logic isn't super sound. There, It's definitely a bit of a plot hole. It only works if it is a multiverse. And, like, yeah, Doc and Marty and Einstein and Jennifer and the car are from the Prime Universe, Mm -hmm. and they're just visiting the Biffverse.
1: Yeah, again, it doesn't actually hold up to close scrutiny. You have to just kind of wave it off as the effect mix of gradual changes and, like, if we steal from first contact, something about the nature of traveling through time... ...shields you from things. Borg queens. (laughs) Mm. Because there's that thing where they're in the, like, Tachyon wave or whatever. And that's the only reason the Enterprise-E isn't wiped out by the changes the Borg made. Mm. Back
3: to the Future 2 would really be improved by a Borg queen. I would love more Borg queen in everything. Here's here's the other... The the weirdest thing, and this is where I think there would be a a cutscene. When Old Biff gets back Mm -hmm. to 2015... There's a shot of him just randomly writhing in pain. Yes. Yeah, so and Zemeckis has said, like, oh, it's because... You know how in, in, in Back to the Future 1, when Marty starts turning invisible? It's like that. And I'm like, sure. great so Robert." I assumed it was I his... Believe I believe you. I assumed it
0: was his arthritis.
1: There is actually a longer version. They did actually... There's a longer version of the scene. They did the full effect, but for some reason they cut it. But yeah, if you have, like, the DVD, you can watch it. He does. He collapses behind some bins and then just... Vanishes? Vanishes. But it also
2: doesn't make Why sense because that? he... Cause he it should be, the whole world should, like, the whole world should transition. Yeah, to it should. Yeah, you're it you right, it should. you're right. It, like, yeah, in the yeah, fact yeah. that it's localized on him, I think that's probably why they that's cut it, because they, they were
3: just like, in. wait a minute. Huh.
1: But yeah, there is a lot longer... of... Like,
3: it's like in the killing game when they'd explode something in the holodeck, but the setting is still there. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> exactly. Here's another one for you, kids.
3: Do it, do it.
2: Jennifer... That bitch. ...runs into herself. Mm-hmm passes out Mm -hmm. freaks out and Doc predicts this earlier he says oh if she encounters herself she'll pass out she'll pass out because paradox or whatever or the universe is destroyed
3: also I did pump her full of drugs a while ago but like
2: Biff runs into older self and they have a full on conversation no passing out at all
1: well I think it's because old Biff was braced for it and young Biff was too stupid to recognize himself
2: hmm
3: yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the, two, like, the two both realize at once, you're old slash young me.
1: Yeah, and that's, yeah, it's also to, to young Biff's credit, I guess. The Jennifers are much closer in age, so it's more obvious, maybe, to each other who they are. Well, Whereas, also,
0: they both know about the time travel, which helps, like, oh, theoretically God, young I Biff, guess she would. Because young Biff wouldn't really know about time travel. True.
3: Wait, would Jennifer, though? Well, Jennifer, that's a good question. Because she's drugged out of her mind at the moment. Well, young even,
2: Jennifer... Might old, but does Jennifer, old Jennifer remember old Jennifer? Definitely should. Has old Jennifer experienced it yet? No, back of the rules
0: it
1: are to the future,
3: weird propagated
2: through the time. No,
3: yeah. but Marty might have told her about Marty would, that would go to his grave, that he kissed his mom, well,
1: <laughs> mm. I I know, know, but, but also mom
3: was pretty hot.
1: But also, like, honestly, like, hey, let me tell you about the time I traveled in time. It's like, okay, we're committing you, sweetie.
0: Maybe that's why they're. Their marriage is so fucked up. Oh, yeah. It's like 47 year old Marty. Rough.
3: He
1: is a disaster.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I was saying, you know, yeah, it's a rough 47, but it is, it's is—it's like an 80s 47. Yeah, that that's true. That's what 47 year olds looked like 40 years that, ago. That can't be right. D- Dude, no, it's pretty much. Was it all the right. Look, look <laughs> at smoking. the age of the cast of Cheers, if you're ever interested. Because, like. Mm.
0: Ted Danson was like 16 in that movie.
2: Yeah, well, like Cliff was like. Forty.
3: I don't know the show well enough to you know who the character is. Cliff is are, the Jay? big,
0: chonky man who sits at the bar all the time, right? That's with no. the brown hair. No, that's, that's Norm. That's, Cliff was oh, the postman. Oh, Cliff, Cliff is, is John Rassenberger. Yeah,
2: John Rassenberger, who looks like he's in his fifties by our standards. Yeah. By our standards, but he was like at least ten years younger than I expected.
1: Like, yeah, I, I I've discussed this with with like people before. That's like, and I think, like you said, one in general, our generation smokes less. Mm-hmm. We take, like, sunscreen more seriously. I also just think, too, like, skincare regimen, even if you don't actively have one, there's so much, like, moisturizer and such as built into soaps now. Uh, I was going to
3: say, so much moisturizer just floating around in the air, <laughs> connecting but, to you. Like, our
1: parents' generation, you know, they mostly just use whatever, bar soap. Like, now, a lot of people use a body wash that has a lotion built in and this and that. So, generally speaking, like, yeah, if you look at photos of our parents at 40 versus us now, it's like we're doing a little better.
2: I use bar soap.
1: So do I. That's why I don't look as good as other people my age.
2: Shit.
0: Well, Uh, also if you shave more often, too, that's very... um, No, I know, but it's like, it's exfoliating, so it's good for the skin. Ah. I had a response to this. Oh, I was gonna say they didn't have to take sunscreen as seriously because they still had an ozone layer. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. They also didn't have that. No, I song. wasn't making
0: a joke. I was being serious.
2: They didn't have that song yet.
0: Baz Luhrmann, yeah. wear sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I love that. Well, I'm awesome. not gonna even lie. I enjoy that's that a thing a song. lot.
1: But yeah, Back to Future too. It's like poetry. It rhymes. It did rhyme. <laughs> had a had a skateboard chase in the square again.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's another, that's one thing that they that they do throughout these movies is they just like. Repeat the beat. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: The the fertilizer or the manure joke every time yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. The look over there every time is great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love um, that.
2: Mom, mom. I had the craziest dream. You know that that that. Yeah.
3: It's it's almost yeah. It's like it's self aware that it's a yeah in in a little series.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, they very much were like we're just gonna lean into this because the whole thing was when they you know they even said like had they known they were gonna get a sequel they, they would have they... cut Jennifer. <laughs> They never would have had her in the car. Yep. And they never would have gone to the future.
3: That's the, it's almost sad. Like they specifically, they had to recast Jennifer just to do nothing with her. Because I guess the original Jennifer's mother had cancer and she was having to take care of her and all this thing. And they had to reshoot the final scene from one to Mm -hmm. put in two. Yep. Just for her character to be passed out for two movies. Yeah. Ah, I feel very upset on her behalf.
0: I think I just remembered why I don't like this movie. Is it the Jennifer stand? No, no, no. I don't like that. No, 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 not at all. Especially not second Jennifer. Uh, wow. I prefer first Jennifer. She had lines.
2: Second Jennifer went on to become like a famous actress, whereas first Jennifer, I'm pretty sure, didn't do much else.
3: No, yeah, I don't think she did. But well, because you know she quit acting for a while, so.
0: Yeah. But this is why I don't like this movie. It's one of the reasons, anyway. This is the movie that introduces the idea that Marty McFly fucking hates being called yeah. a chicken.
2: Yeah. And um, it carries
0: on forever, and it's fucking so stupid. It's, it, is it's very, so it is very stupid. It's very stupid. I, I hate agree. it. And I hate it in the third movie, too, but I love the third movie. Yeah. But that's because the third movie, it feels, like, almost a little bit more organic, though, because you feel like being yellow is a really big problem in the Old West. Mm. But, like, being, like
1: chicken in 2015
0: Be, like being like and getting that mad about it yeah. like it's yeah. like ugh.
2: it yeah. is it's very it's it. very stupid and it comes
0: from like nowhere it's like well you know how marty hates being called chicken and i'm like no i don't oh i know where
3: it came from
2: they needed growth for the character. Yeah, they
3: they were. I guess they were catching a lot of flack that Marty effectively has no flaws. Yeah, he's a Mary yeah. Sue. Oh, in Marty's the first Sue. episode, he's just like the sweetest, purest boy, and they're like, "Oh, there's got to be some character flaw." He
2: doesn't like being called chicken. Yep, yeah, that's well, what he, it he, is. he
3: gets rage when someone like offends him. It's so well, that's stupid.
1: That's the thing is because he was the bridge character, and frequently bridge characters are less developed than full characters but now that they're like all right this is now a franchise and he's kind of the pillar we need to give more to him they just made a bad choice i mean
2: so the thing is like yeah the if if you if you take the marty's arc over these two movies it makes sense like how they did it where you know it opens we learn that he's basically a loser all of his hopes and dreams. This is in one. In, no, in two. In two. Because in, in one, you're right. He was just a Mary Sue. He was just there to get get his parents back together, and that was it. But in the sequels, they're like, oh, we need to give him some kind of an arc. So we show him his future self, or he's a loser. He's, oh
3: yeah, because he got in a car accident. He, at some point.
2: he fucked right? up his he hand. He Fucked yeah. up his hand, so he couldn't do his music. Oh, and he's like a, I get it. I get like, it He's now. like a middle middle management, you know, work a day guy. He gets manipulated by. Three.
3: Well, I'll mention this, I may mention this next week as well when we're covering three. Stick around next week when we cover three. But I never understood the final scene in three when they're doing the car race. Right. Because oh, yeah. you need And I've never known what the hell that was
1: about.
2: Now you do. <laughs> and like, now
1: I do. But like the thing is, they could have, rather than just this hating being called a chicken thing, like they already did establish in the first one, like he was someone who kind of, like George, was afraid of taking risks because what if he gets rejected? They could have just run with that. Yeah. In some way. Well,
0: but in a way, making him hate being chicken actually does sort of follow up on that. Because he is a chicken, and the reason he hates being called chicken is because it cuts too deep. So now I have to rethink my whole opinion on the chicken thing. Fuck you, Chris. Mmm,
1: chicken. It is a bit of an escalation, but yeah, 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 that does kind of tie in, doesn't it?
0: Oh, I hate it. Thank yeah, you.
2: Yeah, but it is... I just I just think it... Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I think the whole chicken thing is... Yeah. is it's a retcon for the character because it comes up so much in in these two movies, God, especially so the second much, one. Oh yeah. my
1: dear God! Well, I, I, and even they've admitted after you know years later, like, yeah, we probably could have come. I mean, out like, what better. could you?
2: How could you have done this better? Instead of having the chicken thing,
3: maybe you could have just made him a huge racist. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Oh yeah, the, all the crimes that he and Griff were going to commit. <laughs> Oh I wait, mean, that's young. That's, that's young, young, yeah, that's young Marty. Yeah. Um, well, he got it. He got it from his dad.
2: Yeah. So that's interesting. So Griff is Biff's grandson, grandson. which means that there's another another tannin mm-hmm. that Maybe we have another in that. Tiff Tannen. Yeah.
0: Biff, Tiff, and Griff. I like it. Thanks.
2: Yeah. Who th-
1: theoretically, therefore, is. Around Marty's age, and therefore running around somewhere in Back to the Future 1. We just never meet them.
3: Well, he could have... There, there's age differences within groups.
1: Yeah. But, have. I mean, it's somewhere within the ballpark, though, is I all I, I I don't imagine... know. I put
3: ten years on either side. Yeah, well, I, I, feel I like... think
2: Griff is a, looks a lot older than Marty Jr. Mm.
0: I was going to say that Biff Tannen is definitely more likely to accidentally knock up some chick than, like, uh, Marty McFly's dad.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say.
0: Like, don't you feel like he's a pull-out method kind of guy?
2: I'm gonna say that after being Jesus. laid out by by um, George er, George and getting rejected by uh, by Lorraine, he just like hired a prostitute, and that was Griff's dad uh. was born from this.
3: There's also, I think, isn't Marty the youngest of all, of three kids? Yes, the how much is. older are the other th- two kids than him? Well, That's old enough question. that
0: one of them is definitely office jobbing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Saturdays,
2: or working Fucking at or chill. working at a fast food joint, depending on which timeline. Yes, yes.
3: Yeah. So it comes down to, for, for for me, why the fuck does Doc care so much? What happens in Marty's family?
0: Marty's lives? like his only friend, dude. Everybody else has like shunned him. He burned down his own house. He got rid. Of, he lost his whole fortune doing the future shit. Like. Yeah. Probably Marty's, like, the only person that's had anything nice to say to him in fucking decades. Well, no, here's the thing. Give it to me.
2: Doc Brown had no... He came up with this vague concept for the flux capacitor when he fell off his toilet and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Doo-doo. Sorry. (laughs) But he had no idea... How to make it work? Like he he would he would have no idea where to start because he's obviously incompetent. Like he's like none of his inventions ever whoa, worked. Whoa, no, no, but listen, whoa, not until
3: he meets Clara.
2: He didn't know how to make it work until Marty went back with the DeLorean, and he was able to study it in the fifties. And then he just recreated what he'd already seen, and that's how he invented time travel. Oh God! It so takes. he credits Marty with with helping him. So invent really, time it's travel. time
3: travel invented itself. <laughs> well, it's it's that
2: episode of Voyager with Ed Begley Jr. Yes.
1: <laughs> Captain Braxton is screaming.
2: I mean, that's the thing, though. I guess that so it's true, though. He knows in the fifties that it works, and he's able to build it. So, and we know that it can be done with. Or maybe it couldn't be done with technology from the fifties. Yeah, he did a plutonium. And but maybe shit. if
1: one from the future sends the instructions back,
2: yeah, I guess. God, that's why the second script is called
1: Paradox. Also, I just thought of something. That's actually the real reason Doc went bankrupt. He saw this Delorean, but Marty never mentions. Oh yeah, by nineteen eighty five, the company's gone under, and its founder is in prison on drug trafficking charges. So you know, in nineteen, I think seventy nine, when the company gets founded, he's like. Dorian! They're gonna be huge! And he invests all this money. Because he still
3: nicks <laughs> it. Because it's
1: the closest I can do. And then it goes, you know, under, and he's he's just fails miserably.
2: That sounds about
3: right. He does have enough to change his
2: face. Well, I, but I imagine just that. His neck but the wall. thing is, he opens up a briefcase full of money. Yeah. Which makes me think he has definitely robbed so many banks. He's robbed banks. He's got he he. The only reason he didn't want oh mart- the money from each era.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: So he, that means that he's gone around in time mm-hmm. and ripped people off, yep. or has like a stack of sports almanacs somewhere.
1: Well, the past money I'm sure is really easy to counterfeit.
2: Sure. Like
1: honestly, 1985 counterfeiting past money just takes a Xerox. The future money, yeah, he's gotta be stealing from someone. Yeah,
2: he's definitely stealing or doing what Marty wanted to do. You yeah. Know, which is like using the ability that, that he has to like know all the lottery numbers. Yeah.
1: But to answer I think Caitlin's point. Or was it Ames? No, Ames, your point. Uh, the, reason, me. the Did reason I make a point. Doc cares so much is because his arc for these two movies is realizing that changing time is bad.
3: Aw, oh, love, love conquers all.
1: Yes, that's... But because she was supposed is. to die anyway, so it's fine. It's, it's kind of like, you know, uh, they had to let... He, he solved City Kieler. on the Edge of Forever. Yes.
3: He ran over Edith Keeler several times for us.
1: Well, yeah, basically he was just like, all right, we're going to pretend you got hit by the tr- truck. But we're going to take you to the future.
3: Edith Keeler lives? Oh, okay. Mm. I'll, I'll take that.
1: But yeah, no, they, they did say, like, they never would have ended the first film the way they did if they'd known they were going to get a sequel, because, mm. again, they wouldn't have had Jennifer there. And they said they'd always been like, we don't want to do the future, because you're inevitably proven wrong really quickly. Yeah,
3: yeah. How far into the future can you go before someone, when you get to that date, is going to be like, oh, there's all the
2: things Back to the Future <laughs> got wrong. People give movies a pass. And the other thing is, like, yeah, they got a lot of things, quote unquote, wrong, but again... I don't think they were trying to get things right. Well, no, that's the thing. They
1: even said, like, they were like, all right, we're going to the future. We've locked ourselves in. Let's just do the most out there yeah. comedy yeah, future like we silly can. Things. Their big thing, too, was like, cause, you know, this was mid 80s. Well, no, by the time it comes out, it's 89. But they were like, you know, a lot of 80s, late 70s and 80s science fiction, with the exception of, like, Star Wars, you'd have, like, Alien and Blade Runner and all these very, you know, the Terminator, all these dark dystopian corporate futures. They were like, let's just do a happy future.
2: Yeah, but it's not that happy, isn't it?
1: Well, I mean...
3: Yeah, unless you, until you drive uh, Marty, Marty home and it's a, the Skid Row kind of area. Well, yeah, I mean, there's
1: still individuals who are having a rough time, but, yeah. but overall it's...
2: Ronald Reagan, uh, Max Headroom waiters.
1: But, you know, the, the world is not under a cloak of doom. True. And Princess Die is still alive.
2: Hmm. Yeah, so they got a lot wrong. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, I think, I think what's more interesting, like, the things that they predicted that kind of did happen yeah you know flat panel wall mounted tvs TVs, vr goggles Mm -hmm. google glass type nonsense yeah yeah Um, just
3: wearing 3d glasses wherever you go (laughs) calling people bojos that's what jake does yeah jake's favorite insult
2: yeah well so like i i say bojo a fair amount like All the time. I'm pretty sure we
1: do have you recorded on this more than once saying.
2: I say it like, I, I basically use it in place of where I would normally say Bozo. I just, sure. I say Bojo because of this movie. Oh I mean, God, I that's do it too, it's... probably what it's supposed
1: to be. I never, oh my God,
2: I'm an idiot. It's um, like, well, you're not an idiot. So like for years I've said this and, and now you finally understand where I got it from. Good point. There's, there's a lot of like quotable quotes in this movie. Also like, I mean,
1: not that they, but you know, like the, the courthouse getting repurposed into a mall, mm-hmm. things like that, where you know.
2: But yeah, then then you get like the things that that just aren't right at all, no. which which is you know.
1: Hilarious. Well, and like so many science fiction things of the whole of the twentieth century, internet's just not a thing, really.
2: Yeah, no, like there's there's things in that just couldn't have been predicted. Like nobody would have predicted. You know, maybe some people, academics who knew about it, but yeah. like people in, in general population were not predicting the internet. No. You know, they were not predicting, you know, of course faxes are going to be a thing in 30 years <laughs> and everyone's going to have a fax machine on their wall. There's
1: still, actually, well, so this article's from like a while ago, so right, it might not. so apl-
3: many fax machines. It might
1: not apply anymore. I think it does, though. They're still common enough in Japan that it's not unheard of for you to have in your home, not in your office, a phone with a fax machine built in as normal. Mm. At least ten years They'll ago, that was phones still... in
2: their home? Yeah, I don't know if it's... Yeah? I, I bet it's not as much even now because, I mean, I... Yeah, this was like ten years ago I read this article. It used to be very common, even... Ten or fifteen years ago, that I would have to fax things. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, and they're big in medical, like medical yeah. fields as well. Well, that makes sense you, because, because people you were... have
3: lots of fa- patient files and things. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I guess faxes are still relatively secure as compared to other electronic transfers. Well, I think, not not that they're all now just done through computers anyway, but back when it was actually a fax machine to a fax machine. Yeah, because
0: you'd have to know, like, exactly when to intercept and shit. You couldn't just... But yeah,
1: now when I fax, quote unquote, I just...
0: Email. Scan
1: and email it, but it says it's a fax. It's weird. Hmm. But yeah, it's mostly the laws haven't caught up with the tech, which, what a surprise.
3: Yeah. I also never understood what the Your fired" letter was about until watching this movie. Right! You wouldn't have seen that yeah. part. The yeah. what
2: what? You're fired. The oh. one thing Jennifer
3: does in the whole yeah. several movies is carry around... They, they think, like, oh, yeah, she'll forget it. She'll think of it, all, it was all a dream. Like, fucking check her pockets, morons. And watch the car! Don't leave the car alone!
1: Although I did just think of something, again, back to my uh, investing in DeLorean point. She does have her own little sports almanac in her pocket. Because the you're fired goes away, but the header's still there, which means that company... Mm. Will still exist and be successful in twenty fifteen. As far as we know. Um, So take that doc. That part of the future's written.
2: Time to invest. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting question. So I I always had this thought, like, okay, what if by virtue of gambling on all these sporting events that Biff somehow started affecting the outcome? He should have, because like the odds would have changed.
1: Yep. Exactly.
2: I wonder if the book would update. Oh. As he changed things,
1: that's a good Yeah,
2: that I don't know though. It. But the but the just like the newspaper update, oh, yeah, the newspaper
3: and the letter update,
1: because that always kind of bugged me too. Yeah, like eventually, you know, yeah, because presumably too, he probably starts investing in sports stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna shift yeah, things. But he
3: buys the Browns or whatever. Mm,
1: buys the Denver Broncos. I mean, for I guess Homer. at
2: a certain point like wealth begets wealth yeah like at some point he doesn't need to he doesn't need to use a book anymore because he's just has enough money to be rich yeah and evil i think the thing that this film lacked the most or the thing it was missing the most was crispin fucking glover Mm. like he was the heart and soul of the first film as far as i'm
3: so, I don't know. He's just so wily. He what would he is. even be in this movie? Well,
2: I don't know. I think I think they would have written a different movie. Oh, they definitely would have. They would have. They would have included. Oh yeah.
3: Him. They. I, I wonder what because I know they cut scenes or they, they minimized the role of of Daddy Daddy McFly yeah. in this movie because they had to. You know they cast, but they never really like had him face to face with the camera ever yep. really.
2: Yeah. They actually well, had to. I think he sued them. He did and and, in, and, won. and he sued them and won and it's led to like new laws. Yeah and of, he it for
3: what?
2: Because the like he argued successfully Crispin Glover, Crispin Glover sued should, the yeah. producers. Okay.
3: Well they keep saying he without saying which he successfully
2: oh, right. by saying that by having another actor Impersonate him, basically. Like he wasn't like a new a new actor doing a new take on the role, you know, on the character of George McFly. They would, they, had, they
3: like gave him makeup to yeah, look more. They, like... They
2: Chris were Michael literally Curry. hiring another person.
3: Well, they also just used straight up footage. Yeah, yeah I file, but think the
2: thing is, file footage is fine because they own that. Did they? Like, the producers own the file
3: footage. Oh, oh but I these thought that was that the they makeup. don't own his image.
2: They don't own his likeness and likeness. his performance. Right. So they so by hiring another actor to basically impersonate Crispin Glover playing George McFly they were you know depriving him of, of income wow
1: so they actually basically would have had would have had an easier time fighting the suit if they had recast George used him in a big way yeah, but just made sure it was evident it wasn't supposed to be Crispin Glover. Yeah,
2: like like what they did with the Jennifer's, right? Yeah. like if they had done something like that where they just had that's another the
3: first Jennifer didn't do anything. Well, that's fine. More than exactly. the second yeah. Jennifer, yeah. But still, so...
2: sure they, and I'm sure that's why they didn't do that because they're like, oh no, we can't. Like, there's no other actor that's going to be this character. He's iconic.
1: Yeah, but yeah, because I think when I was a little kid, it never. I didn't realize it wasn't George because mm-hmm. again, they used the stock footage in the fifties. And all the, like, 2015 stuff, he was upside down under makeup. And that one new shot in...
0: Wait, when he's on the, like, fucking Segway or whatever, like, floating around and shit? That wasn't even Crispin Glover? No. What the fuck?
1: Well, and that was, that was the funny part, because they had, uh... They were still trying to get him to be in it. Supposedly, the way they tell it, I don't know what his version is, that basically... I have several
0: of versions, so I'll tell you. Okay,
1: so the version I heard... He
0: has more than one
1: version? Was, was that basically his, his agent was like, you should get more money. And he was like, I should. And they said no. And he went, well, fuck you. And the, so they're... But they were still trying to get him, so they're like, all right, well, we'll have him in this... Thing so that it'll be easier to hide the fact that it's a new actor, and if he does come back, we get to hang Crispin Glover upside down.
3: Oh, I would love to hang Crispin Glover upside down. He seems like a weird fuck. He does. Yeah. What What is his version? Okay, the version he says is the reason why they offered him less money is because they were mad at him from the first movie because he apparently went on like complained that he didn't like the resolution of the first movie. Because it glorifies like money over everything. Because Marty gets a new car, and it's not just about you know his making his family, making sure his family still happens. It's really about Marty getting a new car. So it's only ca- it's only about material greed. Crispin,
2: what is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, he's a weirdo. Crispin,
3: are you on drugs?
1: It's funny. It, like that's you think he'd just go with the producer's version. It's like yeah, we didn't offer him as much money, so he didn't. Like it's weird that it's I I had this moral stance, but yeah, like he seems like an odd fellow. Yeah, there's he's probably a odd. reason why he
2: doesn't get a lot of work.
0: He seems difficult to work with, mm-hmm. and why he's like the rat guy. Yeah,
2: yeah, he was the rat guy.
0: Whatever, I'd hit it.
2: But
1: uh,
0: I'm, la- I'm laughing, but it's true, I would.
2: But yeah, no, I think I think it's more Crispin Glover in this in this in this picture would have been
1: but I, in reality though like this one was about marty yeah they'd done the george movie yeah
3: okay, um, this was about biff this was the biff movie fair yeah. and fair. one thing between this movie and the, the movie we're going to talk about next week fucking thomas wilson is just a delight yeah mm. like he is so fun to watch because he's so over the top hammy that it's it's very entertaining uh, I didn't realize that he also does the voice of his, I think, mother or grandmother. Grandmother, Gert- Gertrude Tannen. Oh, mm-hmm. she has a name. Her, yeah. Even well, I her, didn't know according that. According to according to the Wikipedia, her name is Gertrude Tannen. He he voices her when she's yelling at him from offstage. stage. Gertrude Hurdy Gurdy Tannen. <laughs> and I know, I know like why. Thomas Wilson also does like a shit ton of voice work. He does. But this must have been either his first or at least a very early, like uh, an early if not first example of him doing voice work <laughs> that's great. so i think that's delightful
2: yeah i'm like he's he's so good in these movies you know and really playing several different characters all skis bags well like you know because like you have young brash biff who's one character you have middle-aged bitch biff who's a different character you have old biff who's not much of a character and then you have middle-aged Trump, Trump, Biff. Yeah, Biff, yeah, and Gertrude, and then and and, Gertrude, Gertrude. and then you know next and next Griff. week and, and Griff next, and Griff, and then next week we're gonna have uh, Mad even, Dog, Mad Dog, and, and Griff, and
0: Griff is like different enough from Young Biff. I feel like you know, yeah,
2: but like, and I and I feel like more so than a lot of the other people in this movie. So like Marty or uh, you know Michael J. Fox, he gets the opportunity to play different characters, but in this film, they're his children who are basically just played for laughs. Yeah. You know, know what's The fucking daughter hilarious? especially. I, oh, right,
3: yeah, I forgot that he plays his I, daughter. That's... I wrote down, you know, because he plays, you know, his son Junior and he plays Marlene. So I'm waiting. oh uh, no. What are they going to make? Some super, some awful cross-dressing joke. And they don't. So I missed entirely like what was going on. I was like, oh shit, that's him. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for there to be a joke
0: because yeah. it was I mean, the, the jo- eight, And it's really the,
3: not super obvious,
0: you the know? The joke
2: is... Oh, Michael J. Fox is dressed as a girl, and like, cause they play, they have her turn to the camera. Mom, mom, is that you? And it's 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 very goofy, but it's true. They do I avoid, didn't even notice. They do who take it was the low, first, They do though. avoid the low hanging fruit. Um, well, that
1: that's because the thing was malfunctioning.
3: Ah. Uh, oh, the fruit. The, the, the fruit chandelier.
1: That actually. Is kind of I would like one of those because I imagine it's probably mildly refrigerated or something yeah, to help sure, keep fresh. it fresh. That right. that'd be if I was rich, I would totally I know, have one of those purpose the fucking
2: built food hydrator. Oh yeah,
0: that's yeah. amazing. That pizza <laughs> looked pretty good. Would it looked, it looked yeah, like the pizza good. looked kind of it looked like shitty. a cracker, but it looked like yeah, it, it looked. It wasn't like, the
1: best pizza, but it, it, it's,
2: well,
0: but it was like pizza had pizza, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, it looked yeah. like it sh- wasn't the best. Pizza. It <laughs> looked
1: like shitty frozen pizza, but it was ready in like literally ten seconds. and
2: you could buy like a. Pack of them and stack your whole fridge and have yeah. food for a year. Yeah,
1: yeah. Survivalists must love that shit.
2: Mm. Uh,
1: That's too easy. It's like cheating. Mm. Oh, you know?
0: well,
3: speaking of people who play dual roles, we also have uh, the doc playing himself across from himself. Yeah. What's really funny, I might let I might go back at some point when, next time I rewatch Back to the Future Part One because there is a apparently just a man, just a random man. They did not plan this. Yep. That is dressed the way that doc is dressed when he talks to himself in this movie. And I don't know if they decided uh, dress him like that guy. We'll say it was him the whole time, or what?
2: But that doesn't make any sense. What? It doesn't make sense that we would see future Doc. Well, in theory, this always
1: rules. happened this way. Well, um, it goes against Back to the Future rules, though. It yeah, goes back they, 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 the they change the
3: rules every couple of minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. true. They draw the diagram, and they're like, yeah, but also this time. Well, because, like, (laughs) like Marty in the first
2: film (laughs) didn't trip over the three goons right. Right.
3: No, that was off camera. They did that in a cut scene.
1: (laughs) Um, Maybe. Actually, they may not have shown that specific moment. They might have cut right from him going off stage to being at the stairs with uh, George, and... uh, Maybe. I'd have to go back and compare. But, yeah, no, there's this weird field of, like, Back to the Future truthers. Who insist that they always planned two and three, even though they have all said repeatedly, <laughs> we didn't, we promise, there's a lot of stuff we would have done differently. <laughs> and that's one of the things people point to, is the guy on the bicycle who looks like Doc. Hmm.
3: But back to the future truthers?
1: I don't know how...
3: They also think it really happened. <laughs>
1: serious? I mean, the problem is, in this day and age, at least some of them probably do think there's some weird conspiracy. I don't know, again. Those what would... people
0: are probably really into QAnon. Yeah,
1: what would you gain from pretending you hadn't planned it the whole time? I don't know. <laughs> they is... don't know.
3: You can say any of the things Caitlyn doesn't like about this movie or yeah. intentional.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that another thing that pissed me off. Oh, no. <laughs> so, Poor Jake. <laughs> what is... Having grown up with this movie, mm-hmm. and loved this movie since I was you're old enough to have any concept of what a movie did you
3: watch it because this came out in 89 would you have watched this movie before you saw the first one
2: because the first I one you would know. have
3: been a baby
2: i don't know but weird. i know i would but like there's like drawings i did as a three or four year old depicting this Aww,
0: movie can we see
2: him I, my dad probably has them somewhere there was one that he had on his wall for a long time that said bake to the future because i didn't know how to spell back oh no that's awesome like Legit, like these were my favorite, my absolute favorite movies uh, for a very long time. And what's the one thing if you're a kid watching this movie that you fucking want?
1: Uh, the food rehydrator.
2: Well, no, that's The food chandelier. No, Mr. Fusion. <laughs> well, obviously, self
3: tying shoes.
2: No, no, you're all fucking <laughs> well, wrong. Well, why haven't we sure, let me
3: jacket. think about
0: it?
1: Oh yeah, well, I'm just being a wise ass. But
0: what what you what you want from this? Uh, movie? Like uh, of all, like the
2: future tech that you see in this movie. Well, that, I think the hoverboard. Of course the hoverboard. A hundred thousand percent the hoverboard. The flying
3: taxi looked
2: great. The hoverboard from this movie and the holes that you can stick on the wall in Who Framed Roger <laughs> Rabbit? <Robert, laughs> that's those, the best. Those,
0: You can <laughs> raise holy hell with that combination. <laughs> yeah,
2: right? Like, those are like the two things as a kid I was like, I, I those have to be real. And like, there were rumors for decades that the hoverboard was real yeah yeah i heard this uh but it obviously wasn't like there was a thing that was nothing like the hoverboard in this movie that was like fans and it was giant mm-hmm. and you had to wear battery pack and like you could go 10 feet on it but well, they, if you got power but they act there was like these rumors like early internet rumors that oh no no they actually invented the hoverboard at like what you see in the movie is an actual thing it's like yeah, Honestly, yeah. You're... I think
3: Zeme- Zemeckis like was joking once, and he, in an interview, and yeah. he claimed like, "Oh yeah, we got one of the early prototypes." And then people like swamped, not KB Toys, some Mattel? other Mattel. Yeah, yeah, they like swamped the toy companies, being like, "Where's the hoverboard? Yeah, like, we actually, don't know." You can
1: see. I think you probably found it online. The interview was like, "Oh
3: yeah, no, they they've
1: had these for years, but the parents group won't let them release them because they they say they're too dangerous."
2: Yeah. Well, and, we finally get. It's oh, 2015. And it's bullshit. And they release a toy called the Hoverboard, and it's a fucking shitty Segway. Yeah. Oh, no. What the fuck? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's
2: bullshit. It's not really a problem with the movie. It's a problem with the assholes that decided Probably to call their shitty Segway a Hoverboard.
1: I, I will say, you know, now, th- this is really a sign that I'm old and boring. Is that Yeah, when I was a kid, I wanted flying cars and a Hoverboard. Now, as an adult, I'm like, I really wish we had Mr. Fusion. Oh, yeah, that would Mr. actually be Fusion, really good. The
2: food hydrator, fax machines on every wall—like those are the things I want as an adult. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's, that's the other thing too—is like you know, this movie over the years as a viewer. You know, when I was a kid, I I was mostly there for future scenes because they were great. I didn't get that as a joke. You know, it's like oh, the future is going to be shiny and awesome. And now as an adult, it's like oh no no, the good the good parts are the.
3: I mean, the, the, the satire on it, the satire is quite good. Yeah, the
1: satire is great, and then you're like, oh, and like when I was a kid, I hated like Dark 85, it made me sad, and it's like, now I'm like, okay, no, this is actually like the meat of the film, and then there's a whole clever going back into the first film part, like, mm-hmm. I enjoy the whole film more, in, in a better way, but when I was a kid, I mostly would watch it for the sake of that opening, like, what, 25 minutes? Um,
2: yeah. You know what I never understood about this? They keep implying in dialogue that Hildale, where future Marty and family live, mm-hmm. is a like a shitty, rough neighborhood. Yep. Like the police say it. Yep. The taxi driver says it. It looks like a nice place. Hey. There's graffiti on the sign, which is, this is the first time I ever noticed the graffiti Mm. on the sign. Like, it said, like, the address of success. Yeah. But if it looked, like, somebody spray-painted over, so it says the address of suckers, Mm. which I liked.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's just, because, yeah, and even Marty, when he sees it in 3, is, like, impressed by the idea of living there someday. And it's, you know, it clearly was meant to be some sort of nice sort of development akin to, uh, where the fuck does he live?
2: Lion Estates. Lion Estates. Well, like Lion Estates feels like you know, like middle class housing. You know, it's like not. Yeah. It's not like... Condo like, Valley. They're like the kind of houses <laughs> that that you could afford on like a on a middle middle class salary. Yeah. Well,
1: that's that's the weird thing in the first one is like George is still living there in crazy successful future. Mm. I think we may have talked about it at the time, but like maybe the justification is you know. Famous writer George <laughs> McFly moved in, so the whole area is actually a lot fancier in that
2: version of 1985.
3: Well, Biff specifically went and pissed in that in that area.
2: Like, I just want I, every day. I don't know how successful he really is, though, because like,
1: I mean, did you see like the Blazer? That was 1985 shorthand That's for true. very successful.
2: Well, but again, maybe he's just got the attitude of a successful person. Maybe he, maybe his first book was The Secret. Oh. Actually that was his
1: first novel, so up until then he'd probably been doing short stories.
3: He's a psychopath, that man.
1: Mm.
2: yeah, maybe maybe the Lion Estates is better is and swankier in mm. the good future. Yeah. But yeah,
1: Hilldale Clear is meant to also be swanky, but clearly in that version at least of twenty fifteen it didn't take off.
2: Well, I guess just like all things eventually like maybe the housing development that was cutting edge in nineteen eighty five yeah. is just a dump. By 2015,
1: yeah, because they weren't all those cool angular glass buildings we have now. Mm-hmm. That every new fucking development looks like.
3: Oh yeah, new developments—they all look some, even though they ha- they don't have <coughs> the same shape. They all somehow still all they look all look the look exactly exact same. The same.
1: The future sucks.
3: Like, and I come from a development where like every single brick house is literally the same blueprint, just either flipped or sideways. Mm-hmm. And those and my my neighborhood look more different than these fucking. Yeah, houses. well, that's
2: like. Yeah, like your like your neighborhood is reminds me of the type of place like the like the Lion Estates, where yeah. like you know just like a developer came in and just built a bunch of houses on on some land. But yeah, like the developments now where it's like you know you live above the mall, sort of thing, mm-hmm. like uh, the fucking Assembly Row, Assembly Row, or the Arsenal Yard. We're just like yeah, we're just gonna make these very samey looking quote unquote luxury apartments. Hmm. Four grand a month, one bedroom, and you live above the mall. I don't get it. I don't
1: want to. Live I don't even mind living above the mall if the building was just nicer.
2: I wouldn't mind living above the mall if the mall had a Taco Bell in the food court. Fair, fair.
3: Lorraine is the craziest woman of all time. <laughs> <laughs> like in this movie, she's like in in the future in twenty fifteen. Just the older woman voice she puts on <laughs> mm-hmm. is worse than Admiral Jameson in TNG.
1: Mm. She's got a weird haircut too, doesn't she? Or am I thinking of Jennifer? Think about that weird hair.
3: A lot of them had weird hair.
1: Future hair is weird. Except Marlene, it was just straight hair. Thank God. Just a wig.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a fun voice. Silly. And then fucking alternate '85, Lorraine.
2: Yeah, the titties.
3: Oh, with the titties.
2: So. I also
0: was just thinking about her titties, but I was like, I'm not gonna be the one. I they're not real. We're just
1: know. gonna talk about her, her sad drunk voice, but
3: oh yeah, well oh, yeah. yeah. to go with her sad drunk life, yeah, and her sad a... drunk titties.
1: Biff is such a piece of shit.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah he I sucks. Mean, the thing is, like Alt85 Biff is so obviously and so transparently. Trump. Yeah, he yeah. lives.
3: A, he lives in a building with his name on. He
2: lives in a building with his name on. He's got terrible hair. Yeah. Like he's everything's gold. He's, he's
3: got mistresses in the bath, in the hot tub with him. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
3: like and he
0: tries to rape her. Yeah, yeah. in the first movie. Yes. so they Rapist. really
3: they got Trump right
0: down to the fucking sexual assault. And you know what? I don't even have to say it's alleged anymore because he was True. found fucking guilty. Yeah, so we've known we've Suck known it. about
2: this guy. Oh, for, for so over long. thirty years.
3: Biff. Biff. Yes. Biff. Yeah. Well, but also Biff, Everyone. to be fair. Yeah, I just rewatched today because it's delightful the Some More News movie. Have you ever watched Some More News with uh, Cody Johnson, Chris?
1: Here and there, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: He's quite funny. He's he's a he's a great news dude. And a couple years ago Great when news dude. when the pandemic was driving them all nuts they just made a movie for no reason and what the movie boiled down to was let's just explore every single movie or tv show reference in which they basically have the Donald Trump Splash a Donald Trump inspired character mm. to show how we knew all along oh, that yeah. he's a mo- he's always the villain yeah every villain in these movies they just make Donald Trump and the people are surprised that like the left doesn't like him, but we would probably have been told in this movie, in the the Mario Brothers movie, in all in like all these examples. I guess he was sort of Trump. How there is the, in the fucking in Sesame Street, mm, yeah, uh, they did a, a Donald Trump parody in which he's just the greedy, greedy man. There's an
1: early Mystery Science Theater. Mm, nice. Where one of the gags is, there's this like little animated opening to the movie they're watching, and there's a character that they decide looks like Donald Trump. Like, hey, why has Donald Trump chased all the good guys away? You know why? <laughs> is like the quip. So even there, like,
2: yeah, people. We've agreed. Know We've been in agreement for a society, long ass time for forty years that Donald Trump's <laughs> a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have to, I would uh, recommend the movie.
3: It 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 talks about this movie a bit. It does a lot of time travel. It's very clever. Nice. So
1: what's interesting about alternate eighty-five, is they were worried people were just gonna call them on ripping off "It's a Wonderful Life," huh? Because they it was a, supposed to be like a big homage to Potterville, like alternate eighty-five,
3: which is in "It's a Wonderful Life." Yeah, it's on it's, it's the
1: al- Oh, it's the alternate version of his hometown that uh, okay. George Bailey sees when you know Clarence shows him the world where he wasn't born. Because they even said, they, they actually, they referred to it, well, I forget if it was Bob Gale or Bob Zemeckis, but one of them said, they accounted It's a Wonderful Life as their favorite time travel movie. Oh.
0: Which is like, I never thought of it as a time a travel film, but yeah. okay.
1: So they said, yeah, like, we were really worried. People were like, you just ripped off It's a Wonderful Life. And it was like, I never made that connection until yeah. you said it. Good um, for them. But they said, the way they put it was, but then the movie was a success. So apparently, the difference between a rip off and an <laughs> homage is whether or not you're successful. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Which is, I love that line. Hmm. But I also think Alternate 85 is different enough from Potterville to still be kind of its own thing. It's what's interesting too is like just how evil Biff is. But there's that one moment where in part earlier on in part no, late later in part two. Like, you know, because again, first movie he tries to rape not Jennifer. Loretta. Lorraine Lorraine. <laughs> Loretta! Alternate 85 from? Biff is just like, I straight up shot George and now I'm going to yeah. shoot you.
3: And I'm going to like brag about it a little bit. Like, yeah. No, Because I'm too powerful for anyone to catch me. Yeah.
1: But then in 1985, there's also that moment Grabbed where he just grabs this, these like children's ball and throws it onto a roof so they can't get it. It's like, you're also just a cartoon bully as well as Donald Trump. Those like,
3: children did
0: suck. <laughs> they were children. Hero Biff. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hey, broken clock twice a day. Oh, really? I don't know what his second thing is, but.
0: <laughs> Getting uh, Lorraine them titties.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And I hate that too. Because he's like, I had to get you those tits. And she's like, I fucking hate them, you son of a bitch. I'm I, just like, fuck yeah, sister. You tell him. That, are... That's the other reason I don't like this fucking movie. Why is she with him? She's, like, hot and young and cool.
3: Get the uh, fuck out of there. Because he's paying for her children's lives. Yeah,
1: basically, like, that's he... a bad
3: reason. He, She'd find
1: another way. He murdered George. She was probably without options. And and sadly, that's just a thing that happens. People need yeah, people an option. Yeah, people marry the man that murdered their husband all the time. Well, presumably she didn't know he murdered George.
3: She probably still suspects it today. Oh,
1: suspects the fuck out of it. But that was the one thing they said. They, they, they... One of the writers was like, yeah, we we kind of imagine she does eventually, in that timeline, kill Biff.
0: 100%. She probably drowns him in that fucking tub. Mm. I Probably with something wrapped around his neck. What would she strangle him with? Her boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That horrible gold chain he was wearing. (laughs)
0: Yes! (laughs) Weighing him down with her tits while yanking up on that chain. Nailed it. Though, there's a bad problem with that. The, the tits might He might, might just float. enjoy
3: it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't mind if he it, dies happy as long fun. as he dies. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. But yeah, fuck him.
2: That's the thing, though. Marty should have killed Biff. Yes. In all- 85. Any
0: chance he got. He, he should have th- drowned him with his gold th- chain th- and his tits. <laughs> well, after he
2: knocked him out with the door of the car, he should have just got the gun and just shot him. Or, like, throwing a off Marty
3: up would never do that. Doc but, might. Doc is yeah, a psycho. Somebody
2: just should have killed him. And, like, here's the thing. Einstein. Because it wouldn't matter. Because if they're successful in their mission, it, that, that never happened. Mm. If they fail in their mission, he's got an ironclad alibi because he's in Switzerland at boarding school.
3: So would those two Martys eventually
1: somehow temporarily merge, like, the Captain's
3: Braxton? Yeah, I, I had a weird thought because two... Biff and Lorraine in this alternate 1985, Marty has just been Marty, like their version of Marty mm-hmm. this whole time who is probably entirely different from the other Marty. He sounds like a dick. He was raised by a different man.
1: And he keeps getting kicked out of boarding schools. Yeah, and
3: he he might suck. And suddenly Marty shows up entirely like a like an entirely different person. And what do the hell hell do they think of that?
1: Well, she does say they must have hit you on the head hard this time. So maybe she thinks he's still kind of concussed. He's,
3: yeah, the fact that it's this time, is like, oh, he does this all the time. They're yeah. constant. constantly, anytime they see Marty, they just beat the crap out of him.
1: God, Billy Zane, you
2: prick. Yeah, I mean, it is is—it is one commendable thing about Biff is he's loyal. He's got, you know, he's held on to those friends. He has yeah. kept
1: those three toadies around, which yeah. I don't think Donald Trump has a single friend.
2: No, he alienates all of them. Wow, so
1: we've established that in some regard, Biff is better than Trump. Mm. God damn.
0: Well, and uh, he also made his own money.
3: I mean, he cheated to do it, but he did make his own money. That's true. also He's, true. He started from humble beginnings being yelled at from by his grandma. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. He, he didn't have any, yeah, inheritance or anything. He
2: yeah, he was a self-made man. Literally. Literally, by himself. Yeah. There yeah. you go. yeah. True. He's
0: yeah, his wow. own grand his, his own grandfather. Well.
3: Well. I wrote down there is no way Biff doesn't hear Marty walkie talkieing in the back seat. Yeah. Yeah. It so, takes um, me so out of the movie. Yeah. So, like, come I'm, on, Biff is right there.
1: Like, I know it's a convertible and that can be loud. I know he's supposed to have the radio up, but Is he old? Is he really old? No, no, this is this is nineteen fifty five uh teenage Biff.
0: Maybe he's still got manure in his ears
1: ah. uh, yeah no that is that is ridiculous that one scene is just like eh, guys. even if Marty is whispering Doc's coming through that thing and Doc's, Doc's <laughs> low volume is everyone else's shouting <laughs> he's like
0: what Marty I can't hear- speak up why are you being so quiet Marty <laughs> that, that, that's my impression not as good, not as, good as yours <laughs> They're
1: better than mine by far um, uh, fucking hell
3: Last note I wanted to bring up is that just that watching movies like this because this happens I feel like all the time in movies and since you know I, I work in in theater sometimes backstage and I was under the impression I'd be dealing with a lot more sandbags hanging from the grid than I ever right? have yeah I've never seen ha- sandbags hanging.
2: I mean from the grid. it's from the fifties though now they use you know iron weights for the fly system.
3: Hmm.
1: Admittedly, I've never been in a the theater with a fly system, so yeah, but oh, I've, I've seen
3: them. But I've never seen sandbags. I'm mm. sure.
2: I'm sure, high school, gym stages probably.
0: They definitely used to use them. I mean, I don't know when they stopped using. I don't know them, if they, I don't know if like I've ever seen a not, sandbag
2: used as a counterweight. I've, I've seen like sandbags used on stage to hold things down. But you're right. That is no. They huge... use
0: them as counterweights for um, set pieces. Yeah, but usually, Fairly usually certain.
2: they use like stage weights, like big iron.
0: Yeah, maybe now weight. they do, but not. Like, right, but oh, the like I don't know. The
1: sandbag on the rope thing, you're right. That's like such a common trope that I think most people, because they don't work backstage in theater, they just assume that's a thing. But you're right. We do
2: theater sometimes like I have actually never seen that. But here's the thing, like you drop a sandbag on someone. Oh, that's head, gonna kill and, them. And, well, the sandbag is gonna at least concuss them. Yeah. But a stage weight oh, dropped from that height would crush their skull. Yeah. I mean honestly if the sandbag hits you at the right
1: angle, it's going to possibly at least cost you the use of your legs. Oh yeah. Marty, yeah,
2: that's why killer. that's why it couldn't have been that the nineteen fifty five stuff in this movie always happened. Yeah, no. Because but... when we see Billy Zane in Alt eighty five
3: He loves sand. Yeah. Well, he gets everywhere. Yeah. Billy Zane? We oh, talked he's about this a, last time. That's yeah. right. He's one of his Goons. Did you guys also forget. recognize Maybe. this is the first film appearance oh, yep. by Elijah Wood, and he's like the the tiniest mm-hmm. little hobbit. He's
1: somehow taller in 1989 than he was in... In the Hobbit movie? I you are going to say he
0: was taller than Marty McFly, Michael J. Fox.
2: Isn't he short? He's quite short. Relatively. How tall is he? Like
1: 5'2"? No, not Tom Cruise short. Like normal short.
2: Hey, was the, was the Save the Clock Tower guy in 2015 supposed to be somebody?
1: He's Biff's mechanic in 1955. It's easy to miss.
2: Ah. Oh, because like, I, I noticed like they didn't just get an old man to play this. They made somebody up to look old. And I'm like, is he a character that we've seen elsewhere? Yeah, I
0: don't... Oh, that's why they didn't just get a fucking old guy. I feel like you bitched about that when we watched it. You were like, why wouldn't you just get
1: an old guy? And then yeah, I think I, I saw the mechanic. Oh right, because he's the mechanic. And I, I don't know if maybe originally the mechanic had a bigger scene or something, it would have been more obvious. Hmm. Because it does still seem
2: weird. It's like
1: he has two lines. Yeah,
2: yeah. Cause it is very jarring when you see him in twenty fifteen. It's like, oh, this is like bad old age makeup.
1: Jameson, <laughs> is that you? Actually you, <laughs> you were
2: close. Lorraine? He's, he's five foot four. Hmm. But yeah,
1: no, that's who that is.
3: Mm. Yeah, I love seeing all like the signs for for Goldie, for Mayor Goldie. Goldie Junior,
1: or oh, something. yeah, the, yeah, no, yeah. Well, no, Gold, Goldie Junior the mayor. The third, third is the is guy that, that does car conversions, yeah, the car salesman. Yay! He decided I, politics can suck it.
3: I love their dynasty. It's a great dynasty.
1: I don't usually go for political dynasties, but I will take the Goldie Wilson dynasty.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the Cafe Eighties is a trip. Mm.
1: Yeah,
3: I want to. I kind of want to go to one. I, I
1: am glad that the Eighties never came back quite as in full force as they did in fictional twenty fifteen.
2: It will. It'll happen. It's, everything's cyclic. I hope not. I mean, I'll, I guess I'd take the 80s. The,
1: the 90s were an aesthetic nightmare.
0: It's not worth hoping not. It's just going to happen. I
1: think I the
2: 80s. I don't, I don't know, man. Both were bad, but.
0: I feel like the 80s had good and bad. I yeah, feel like most was a eras lot of good do.
2: In the like, 80s. I think the 80s had some good cars. Yeah. 90s had shit for cars.
1: 90s, like, even the. like, like I mean, We sounded it during TNG. Like, nothing was good. Because there's that, there's, you know, the first Dixon Hill. They're clearly in 90s suits, not 30s suits. And you can tell because they got that weird
2: intentionally slightly too big cut that was a thing in the early 90s for some reason. The first Dixon Hill is in the 80s.
1: That's true. But that carried on, too. Mm.
2: (laughs) Cool. Yeah, man. They fucked the Ford Taurus in the 90s. It was such a cool car. I liked that so much as a kid. And then the 90s Ford Taurus.
1: Weird, smooth, eh, bulbous. UFO-y looking thing. Yeah, I, I thought that's what the future was gonna look like. I was stupid. In I was, retrospect, I always preferred weirdo- the original Taurus, the RoboCop car. Uh yeah. Relative of mine had one of the smooth ones. So. I'm mm. such an
0: idiot. I almost said the horse, but no, Taurus is our. That's a bull, that's isn't a bull. it? Bull. a fucking. Yeah, it's the original. Idiot. The original Taurus. The original Taurus. A horse. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> no, I am wrong. It's a. It's a cow. Oh
3: right. That's right. what. I,
0: that was. I just prefaced my.
1: I know, but then when you said. Horse, I immediately re-forgot everything you had just said to agree with you. Because, like, yeah, no, wait, wait, no, wait. We just talked about this.
0: That's all
2: right. 80s Mustang wasn't great. A lot of people like it. The Muscord.
0: 60s Mustangs are the best.
2: Yeah. Any final thoughts? We've
1: moved on to cars.
0: Um, you still hate it? What do you think? Listening to you people talk about it was going to change my mind? I love that. Yeah, we do that all the time. Uh, I
3: know. We just have to add Neelix to this movie somehow. Wait,
1: a point I want to bring up earlier. I had definitely seen the original Back to the Future before this one. And I know that because I was already a big fan. And me of the shit memory, my earliest fucking memory, is seeing this in the theaters. Wow. Wow. And being. Pissed that it ended on a cliffhanger.
2: But the thing is, you've you did... been
3: like four or five, Chris has been very angry for wow. very I long time. I feel like any child, like, that like, <coughs> I doesn't even
2: register. But here's the I thing. remembered
1: that moment, and then my next memory is
3: probably from like 13,
1: maybe.
2: <laughs> like, but here's the thing you, you didn't have to wait very long between them because, like, they were released, what, like six months of Well, class. yes, but yeah, the about when you're like, five, that's like. 10% of your life. Yeah,
1: six months is for fucking ever. Yeah. I was bummed.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: Meanwhile, you fucking sneeze
3: in six months pass nowadays.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
3: yeah, it's like next season of, of Star Trek, three years from now, it's like, you just finished the first, thing. okay. I'll yeah. wait three years for the next season.
2: <laughs> but here's the thing. Just like the filmmakers made these films back to back, therefore they didn't really have to, to wait to, to film them. There's going to be an abbreviated thing here for our audience because we're going to record the episode about Bad to Future 3 in like a couple of minutes, but our audience won't hear it for another week, suckers. Take that, audience. Go live in, go live in Hilldale. Yeah. The address of suckers. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's a four-year-old shaking his fist in rage at this cliffhanger. This, uh, no, it's just Chris. cliffhanger.
1: <laughs> oh God, I hope we don't have a four-year-old listener. We say terrible things for a child.
0: Whatever. Do you want them
1: to Listen, learn it here or on the streets?
3: I, I'm convinced that anyone under under the age of like seven retains no memories. So fair enough. I think it's over three;
2: they do, but
3: can. <laughs> yeah, you might remember one thing.
2: I have like some weird. They're, I wouldn't even call. It, they're not like vivid memories. They're like vignettes. Like I have a. I have a distinctive memory of being in a playpen when i i must have been like under under two Mm. and i have this i like i have very specific memory of being in a playpen in the living room my mom had a friend over i don't remember who the friend was but i remember this you know, Clearly. Lives. And it's not like it's not like one of those fake memories. It's like a family story that you think yeah. you remember you've because
3: seen, you've seen the photo so many yeah. times, you've heard the story no, so no. many times. It's not that
2: because this isn't like an event that was ever brought up again. It's not a family story. There's no photos taken. It's it's a legitimate memory that is for some reason it's like the only thing seared in my brain. Well it was that burned
1: version. in because uh you found out that you know, that week the Smurfs ended on a cliffhanger
2: fucking cliffhangers.
1: To be continued.
3: Yeah, so join us next week when we do the continuing. Uh, we're gonna be talking back to the future part three. Until then, do all the other things. I really don't give a shit. Uh, well, you're coming back because we're, we're ending on a cliffhanger. I'm done. This is Ames. Caitlin.
1: Jake. And this is Chris writing you a letter from 1885. See you then.
3: That, that's been the third one, Chris.
1: He gets the letter at the end of the second.
3: Hmm. Wait. Yeah, nope. Does. They're all blurring together now. Well, yep. Yeah. yep. Good night.